Um, well, um, I would like to uh, also offer um, my gratitude to everyone that's out here this evening, um, not just on a personal level, um, but also uh, as an office bearer. It's great to see so many um, out this evening, and especially uh, great to see uh, the pastor um, back out again with us. Um, so this evening, um, I'd like to share you through um, Psalm 127. It's a powerful psalm, um, often attributed to King Solomon. Uh, so let's turn to our Bibles uh, and read the verses together. Um, psalm 127. Except the Lord build the house, they labour in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he, get, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. And arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are the children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Um, so perhaps I'll just open up with a few word of prayer before we dive into this psalm. Mm -hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come before you tonight, um, we pray that you would please watch over us uh, and guide us this evening. We're so blessed to meet here um, in your house, Lord. Free of any worries of, of uh, persecution, uh, like so many of our brothers and sisters feel, Lord. I pray that you will guide my hand tonight, Lord, and give me the strength and the, the ability to discern your word, that it might be a, a blessing to anyone who hears it, Lord. May we remember that we represent you and that you help us every day, Lord. You help us to display you not only to one another, but to the others as well, Lord. May we see that, uh, may they see that um, through all that we do, Lord, um, it's everything that is for you. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Charles Spurgeon calls Psalm 127 the builder's psalm. The reason being that he notes the similarity between the Hebrew words for uh, sons, which is Banim, and builders, which is Bonham. He writes, We are here taught that builders of houses and cities, systems and fortunes, empires and churches, all labour in vain without the Lord. But under the divine favour, they enjoy perfect rest. Sons, who are in Hebrew called builders, are set forth as building up the family under the same divine blessing to the great honour and happiness of their parents. I think it's no surprise uh, to anyone here tonight that I have a great fondness for children's ministry. Uh, it's certainly an area of the church that I take a great um, deal of interest in and I'll try and help out in any way that I can. Uh, and the reason that I do this is very simple and it's not just because I love it, um, but it should have been said um, by those a lot more eloquent and learned than myself and that's that children are the future. And that's why I want to focus on this sound tonight because I believe it's one of the best examples of this truth in all the scripture. 
as it's a rather short psalm, uh, we'll just take each verse as it comes. Um, so uh, just reading verse 1 again. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. This verse, um, the psalmist reminds us that everything we do in our lives should be guided and built upon the strength and wisdom of the Lord. He emphasizes the importance of relying on God to make our labor and efforts worthwhile. When we try to build or accomplish something without seeking and trusting in God's help, we are ultimately wasting our time and our energy. Similarly, when we try to secure and protect our homes and cities um, without acknowledging God's power, all of our efforts are going to be in vain. As we live in a world that often suggests that success comes from our own human efforts, this psalm reminds us that true success comes when we trust in God and allow him to be the foundation of our lives. We must remember that our accomplishments and possessions are temporary in this world, but our relationship with God is what truly matters and it lasts for eternity. Let us turn to the Lord with humility and seek his guidance uh, and may everything that we do be done in his honour and his strength. As the Apostle Paul wrote in Colossians 3, verse 23 to 24, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord, and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. At first glance, this opening verse uh, seems to only be speaking about building our foundations on God. But theologian uh, Adam Clark has pointed out that Ben, a son, and Bath, a daughter, and Beth, a house, come from the same root, Bana, to build. Because sons and daughters build up a household or constitute a family as much as really as stones and timber constitute a building. Now it's true that unless the good hand of God be upon us, we cannot prosperously build a place of worship for his name. Unless we have his blessing, a dwelling house cannot be comfortably erected. If his building be not on our children, the house of the family may be built up, but instead of it being a house of God, there will be a synagogue of Satan. Here it's showing how vital it is that we instill the word of God in our children's lives to help build towards a future with him and with the knowledge that he is our Lord and Saviour. We have to help build that foundation. When we make God the foundation of our work, we are assured of success. In anything we want to achieve, let him be the cornerstone of our plans and with his help, everything will fall into place. A house built without God's blessings will eventually fall apart, but a house built on God's principles will always stand firm. Uh, looking again, our Bibles come to verse 2, and it says, It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for he giveth his beloved sleep. In this verse, the, the psalmist speaks about the futility of working tirelessly with great anxieties and without rest. He reminds us that our efforts uh, without God's blessing and intervention will be in vain. He observes that there are some who work so hard that they have early set up late without ever taking time to rest and they're still 
unhappy with the results. They are consumed with worry and stress, which leads to sorrow, even when they achieve their goals. But God, who loves us so much, gives us rest and, rest and peace. He gives us sleep, which is a great relaxation and rejuvenation for our bodies and our minds. We can trust him to provide for us and support us in everything that we do, so we don't need to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. This verse is a timeless reminder that our work should be balanced with rest and time in God's presence. It's important to trust God with our burdens and worries and to allow him to sustain us. We should never forget that our ultimate source of peace and strength comes from him. Let us strive to work diligently with a balanced heart, trusting in God's wisdom and provision and prioritizing rest in our daily lives. As Jesus said in Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We must remember that our work does not define us, but it is our relationship with God that does. It's godly values that lead us to use our work for the good of others instead of just maximizing our own gains. Without a proper understanding of our place in life, we can become anxious and stressed, which ultimately affects our overall well-being and our work performance. We must understand that it's God's grace that allows us to accomplish our goals and that we should never rely on our own strength. Moving on to verse um, 3 now. It says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Verse 3 here is a beautiful reminder of the significant role that children can play in our lives. Each child is a unique and a precious gift from God, and it's up to us to raise them in a way that honors him. The verse refers to children as a heritage, which means they are worth far more than any material possessions uh, we may possess. Being a parent or a guardian can be challenging at times, but we must always remember to treat them with love, care and respect. We're all blessed to have them in our lives, be they our own children, grandchildren, nieces or nephews. Um, and we're blessed to watch them grow and develop into the people that they're meant to be. We have a tremendous responsibility to guide these children along the right path. We cannot control their destiny, but we can influence their moral and spiritual development. And how do we do that? By imparting our values to them through our words and our actions. Not only that, but we also have to provide them with a safe and supportive environment where they can grow and thrive. Children have a unique way of bringing joy and happiness into our lives, and they help us to appreciate the simple pleasures of life. Uh, one such example of that was just as I was getting ready to come out to the meeting, um, and um, Ivy had picked up um, a 
toilet roll tube that had fallen on the ground uh, and she started marching around the house blowing into it like it was a trumpet and it was so much fun I had to join in too. Simple things. So it's essential to cherish the time that we have uh, with the children um, since childhood passes by so quickly especially in today's modern world. It's our responsibility to nurture and to guide these children, teaching them the ways of the Lord and showing them the love of Christ. We must pray for them constantly. They may grow up in strength and faith, a shining light in the world. Let us rejoice in the gift of our children and cherish them, uh, the time that we have with them. May we always remember that they are a reflection of God's love and grace in our lives. And may we strive to be the best role models we can be, always seeking guidance from God in all that we do. Um, looking now on to uh, verse 4, it says, Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. So this verse speaks of the value and the importance of children in our lives as they grow and mature. Just as a warrior uses arrows to fight and to achieve victory, um, we must also prepare children for life's battles by raising them in the fear of the Lord. As I said previously, raising children is not an easy task. It requires constant and deliberate effort. Children go through different stages of development and we have to make sure that they're prepared to face each stage. We must train them to recognize, to understand, and to make wise decisions to help them navigate the complexities of life. We must shape our children's character by instilling them with godly and moral values that enable them to stand strong against the storms of life. Just as an archer takes careful aim for each arrow they carry, we must be mindful of our children's unique personalities, their needs and their individual strengths in order to help them grow and to blossom. As it says in Proverbs 22 verse 6, Train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. When we nurture and guide our children properly, they will grow up to become capable, trustworthy members of society who contribute positively to the world. We must build them spiritually, intellectually, emotionally and physically in such a way that when they leave our homes, they'll be fully equipped to make a positive impact on the lives of those around them. Moreover, let's not forget the challenges our children face in their lives are not just physical but spiritual as well. There are numerous temptations and wickedness of the world that can lead them astray, that we, may, uh, that we must equip them with the spiritual armour to resist these temptations. We must give them a firm foundation in Christ, allowing them to stand strong in their faith amidst the trials. As we take time to shape our children into arrows that will pierce through the challenges of life, we must remember to always seek God's guidance. Asking for his help and guidance will enable us to be successful in bringing up our children in a way that honours him. And lastly, I'd like to turn um, back to verse 5, which says, Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with 
his enemies on the gate. I'd like to focus on the, the latter half of this verse relating uh, to when they speak with the enemies in the gate. This section highlights the assurance of God's protection and victory over our enemies, leading us to a life of boldness and victory in Christ. As Christians, we face many spiritual battles and challenges in our daily lives. Uh, we live in a world filled with corruption and evil, sinful practices, and it can often lead us to feel uh, defeated and ashamed. At times we may feel like uh, we're alone in our battles with no hope of overcoming the obstacles that we face. However, verse 5 reminds us that we have nothing to be ashamed of as believers in Christ. Our faith and our trust in God gives us the assurance that he lives with us and that he will fight our battles for us. We can take comfort in the fact that God's protection is around us and that he's guiding us to victory. The phrase, when they speak with the enemies in the gate, uh, means that they, they will not only overcome their enemies, but they will face them boldly. The gate in, Bi uh, in Bible times uh, was a place of judgment where the leaders of the city would gather to make decisions and administer justice. In other words, this phrase implies that those who trust in the Lord will have the strength and the courage to stand up to their enemies and speak out against injustice in the world. As believers in Christ, we must stand firm in our faith and not be afraid to speak out against evil and corruption in the world. We should be the light in the darkness, a voice for the voiceless, the champions for justice and righteousness. We need to remember that our victory over the enemy is not only personal, but also for the glory of God. We should never feel ashamed or defeated in our battles. Instead, we should trust in the Lord's protection and guidance knowing that he is always with us. Um, so just as we recap, first one, the reminder that God is the cornerstone of our lives and without his guidance, all our efforts will be in vain. We must seek his direction in everything that we do and trust uh, and that through him, we can accomplish great things. Verse two highlights the importance of rest and trusting in God to provide for our needs. He loves his children, and we should always look to him for guidance and direction, especially when it comes to our work. Verse 3 reminds us of the beauty and sanctity of children, and emphasizes the importance of investing in them as they are a gift from God. May God bless us as we fulfill the sacred duty, and may our children rise up to be godly citizens who will further God's kingdom on earth. Verse 4 is a reminder that the children uh, of our youth are a great gift that we must nurture and develop to reach their full potential. May we always strive to be faithful in this task and may God bless us as we raise our children to become his arrows. And finally, verse 5 reminds us of the assurance of God's protection and victory over our enemies. Our faith in Christ gives us the strength and courage to stand up boldly against injustice to speak out against evil. May God continue to strengthen us in our battles and may we never be ashamed to stand up for what's right and just. Thanks.